Hi, this is Shannon, and I want to talk to you about my pillow because trust me, I have one of everything. Good news, Mike Lindell is back with his quality products with big discounts for listeners of the show. Go to mypillow.com/regularjoe or call 1-800-648-3665 promo code regularjoe. My pillow is having their big 20th anniversary sale on limited edition my pillows with prices as low as 19.95 for the queen size pillow. I love the my pillow all season slippers. Right now they have the lowest price ever with just $25 with the promo code REGULARJOE. They're easy to clean, hand-sewn moccasin design, made to wear year-round in all climates. And right now they're having the biggest bed sheet sale ever with the Giza Dream Sheet set, as low as $29.98 with promo code REGULARJOE. These sheets come in nine solid colors and four flannel colors. 400 thread count sizing from Twin to California King. They're all machine washable and durable and come with a 10-year warranty. Visit MyPillow.com slash REGULARJOE or call 1-800-648-3665 promo code regular joe that's 1-800-648-3665 promo code regular joe Back, Joe Jagans here to the Joe. We had to hit the break there, so we couldn't quite play all of Fiona Hill. She's what you need to know about her nowadays is she's with the Brookings Institution, which is not uh, what one would consider a conservative group. I want to play her soundbite in full though, because she's going, she's jumping on the Russia collusion, Russia, Russia, Russia 2.0, I don't know, 3.0, 5.0. I don't even know where we are on this nonsense. That somehow the real problem is Donald Trump really wants to be a dictator. He really wants to be like Vladimir Putin. Here, play the whole cut real quick. She's answering a question from Margaret Brennan on CBS Face the Nation. Brennan says, referring to Trump, he's talking about uh, legal cases against him. He's talking about Russia quite a lot on the campaign trail again. What's going on? Now, of course, this is based on his comparison he made last week in a town hall where he said, you know, this is kind of like a Soviet-style persecution, going after your top political opponent trying to use lawfare and everything else you can against him. And he, he brought this up in reference to Alexei Navalny in his death, saying that, you know, he wasn't saying they put him to death, but like that, he is being singled out and persecuted by the regime in control because they don't want opposition. I don't think there's anything wrong or off about that comparison at all if one looks at it objectively, but I guess for Fiona Hill... <clears throat> currently Chancellor of Durham University, a senior director at the Brookings Institution, where they love all things lefty. She thinks that it's just outrageous. Very clear that he admires Vladimir Putin. I mean, he continues, you know, to really extol him, despite all of the evidence, you know, to, uh, uh, to the contrary, uh, you know, for what his view should, uh, should be here, that uh, Putin is an avowed enemy at this particular point to the United States. I mean, he's openly declared war in the United States. He's taking American citizens hostage. Um, it's not just uh, the young woman who was recently taken, um, who's a dual citizen. There's also Evan Gershkovitz from the Wall Street Journal. It's also Paul Whelan, uh, the, the former re- Marine who was taken years ago. 
President Trump actually ought to have a sense of responsibility about American citizens. And instead, you know, what he's doing in the most brazen and frankly shameful fashion is trying to suggest that the United States is like Putin's uh, Russia. I mean, since when have we been assassinating our opposition candidates in this country? Since when have presidents of the United States been wanting to sort of take out political opponents through poisoning or through imprisoning them in, you know, basically the equivalent of Arctic penal colonies? Well, I don't know, penal colonies. You mean like trying to put the former president in jail for the rest of his life? Like trying to bankrupt him? Assessing an absolutely absurd $454 million fine for what? Supposedly for fraud where nobody involved felt they were defrauded. In fact, said they'd like to do the job again. They'd take the job if they were offered the opportunity. They would do it all over again. They'd like to do business with Donald Trump again. Now, I don't know who's paying her or what she thinks she's going to get out of this. But again, here you have yet another swamp dweller just echoing things again, much like Jake Sullivan, the national security advisor under Brandon. He was on with Kristen Welker over at Meet the Press, you know, the one that said, isn't it wonderful all the shows are being hosted by people born with vaginas? Now, I don't know if she would say that if any of them were, you know, they had the vagina added post-birth. No word on where she feels about that, but, you know, when she took over at Meet the Press, she thought the most important thing to recognize is it's all biological women, which I feel is microaggressive. I mean, after all, who's to say Jake Tapper doesn't feel like a woman? I'm just... I mean, it worked for Shania Twain. So Jake Sullivan, he also was answering the hard questions about Russia collusion. I mean... Did they come up with anything new? But look, this is desperation. The fact they're trying to take the Alabama Supreme Court decision on IVF and make this a mandate on abortion is desperation. See it for what it is. Don't fall for the talking points from the BlackRock News Network or from Hickey Naley or from Jake Sullivan or Fiona Hill or anyone else. But here he is. Kristen Welker says, let me ask you about Russia. We knew that they were doing things in 2016 and 2020 that they interfered in our presidential elections? Are there concerns that they might do it again in 2024? I can't speak to evidence today, but I can tell you, of course, there are concerns. There is a history here in presidential elections uh, by the Russian Federation, by its intelligence services, and there's plenty of reason uh, to be concerned. And this is not about politics. This is about national security. It is about a foreign country, a foreign adversary seeking uh, to manipulate the politics and democracy of the United States of America. We are going to be vigilant about that, and we will engage the Congress on a bipartisan basis because this should be above and beyond politics. Well, it should be, but that's what that's all you're doing is, well, I don't have any evidence, but now I'm going to give you all of my opinions on why I think Trump collusion, Trump collusion, Trump collusion. And Fiona Hill, she's talking about Russia taking these hostages. I'm sorry, is Donald Trump the president right now? Is she tacitly admitting that he's still president? What is she saying to us? The Wall Street Journal reporter she's talking about was taking hostage while, while Joe Biden was supposedly in control. Where's all the argument when he wasted all of his political capital to bring back a pot-smoking WNBA player that no one had ever heard of? God bless her that she's back in America. But he wasted all that effort while a former military guy and the Wall Street Journal reporter and others sit there. Where's all the criticism of that? Why are they criticizing Donald Trump, who's not currently in office, for things that aren't being done under this administration? Then Jake Sullivan says, oh, I mean, 
I have no evidence, but hey, that never stopped me before. Listen up here. Trump collusion, Trump collusion. Did I mention Trump collusion? It's it's really asinine. And the bad part is you have some people getting peeled away. Well, I mean, you know, this might be a real issue we have to think about, Joe. I mean, what can he do it? I mean, what do you think? Now, as for Hickey Nailey, the question of how long will she stay in? She's privately apparently not looking past Super Tuesday. Uh, if she's trying to hold on for the vice presidential spot, good luck on that. According to CPAC, it happened over the weekend, the top picks, Christy Noem and Vivek Ramaswamy were the top picks for those at CPAC. Not surprising. Uh, Hickey Nailey, no, not even there. Margaret Brennan was talking to CBS reporter Robert Costa. Now, he's a crack reporter as opposed to a crack-using reporter. But who knows? There was cocaine in the White House. One never knows. He said the question was, how long will she stay? How long can Nikki Haley stay in the race? As long as there's money. I've been talking to donors over the past 12 hours, and they say they're going to keep pouring money into her campaign and into her super PAC. But at the same time, they know that Super Tuesday, come early March, that's going to be a real crossroads for her. Going past Super Tuesday, going to be very difficult in terms of organization and fundraising. And she has told reporters in recent days that she's not thinking beyond that at this point. She's not looking beyond that at this point. Now, by the way, one of our Mary Band regulars, uh, regular Paul, wrote in today. Great show as usual. What a job Hickey Nailey has. She gets to travel the United States, stay in nice hotels, gets free meals. Well, they're being paid for by the donors and gets paid to do it. What a great country we have. Yeah. Now, she'll tell you that she's not getting a salary from the uh, campaign, <clears throat> but we know she is going to get her payoff uh, when all is said and done. She'll have some lofty job on a board somewhere where she'll get paid six figures to do nothing. She'll give speeches where they pay her fifty, seventy-five, dollars $100,000, and they'll be about as inspiring as most of her stump speeches, which is to say a snoozer. But you're right, Paul. I mean, this is, again, she's in there. Now, the question keeps coming up, why? Brian Robinson was on CNN. Now, I know you're thinking, oh, Brian, Brian, Brian. Yeah, I have no idea who he is either. I actually looked him up. He has Robinson Strategy, doesn't have a website, has a Facebook page. He's always thanking all of his clients, but he never lists any of his clients. So I don't know. He used to work in state politics somewhere as a Republican, and apparently he is a consultant. I, I mean, and I'm not, I don't really, I just don't know him. I have no idea who the guy is. But nonetheless, he was on CNN's This Morning Weekend Edition. And he was offering his insight into what this is really about. Now, here's the thing. He's not wrong. He's over the target. I just have a little bit of a different why than he does. Here's his thought on it. Well, there's really not an argument electorally for her campaign when she loses in her own home state, particularly by a 20-point margin. This is the electorate that knows her best. This is the one where she doesn't have to spend money to tell them who she is like she would in some other state. So we have to think this is not about winning the nomination. Even if Donald Trump were to die of a stroke or a heart attack, the party's not going to turn to her at this point. This is Donald Trump's party. So she she would still be put aside. I think what this is about is the heart of the party. Like she's talking about issues that are substantively different than where Donald Trump is on those. on those. And so this is about where the party's going to go. I think the Ukraine funding is a great example. These are not, you know, paper-thin differences. And some of the glue of the party is coming undone, and I think this is symbolic of it.
Well, okay, so he's over the target. I mean, he's right. She's the old school. She's the let's go to war, let's 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 keep the military industrial complex as well funded as possible. And the hell with the kids that die and the families that are left without sons and daughters, husbands and wives, whatever it might be. In the case of the young children, mothers and fathers. And believe me, I'm as strong as you will find on our national defense and in support of our military. I am not a nation builder, though. I don't think any conservative really should be. We shouldn't be out there worried about building up. Let's build our nation. Making the United States of America the strongest nation in the world is the best defense we can have. It is the best stability we can bring to the world. I used to bristle every time I heard George W. <laughs> We're going to export democracy. He was just proud he could say the word democracy without having to look it up. I mean, this is, it's pathetic. Why do, we get, why do we buy into this stuff? Why do we just root like little cheerleaders, like lemmings? I mean, we need to do better. But he's right. It is for the heart and soul of the party. It's for the heart and soul of our nation. It's for what's true, what's good, and what's beautiful versus the horrible things that we've been told we must accept as normal. Pornography in the libraries of our school children. Full, full adult men dressed like women shaking their hoo-hahs in the face of children because that's art and it's First Amendment speech. No, it's, it's frankly diabolical and disgusting. It's perversion. Pretending that men can be women and women can be men. All of this is to destroy the foundation of our society, to create a society fully, completely dependent on an overbloated federal bureaucracy that wants to control everything you do. So he's right when he says it's a fight for the party's soul. It's a question of will the party have a soul? Are we just going to continue with the status quo with all the, the Washington elite that's sitting there and go, oh, hey, how are the, how are the, crumb, the crumlets? Are they tasting good today? Hey, can someone get me a martini? What about this pressing problem? Well, we'll get to it. We've got months. We've got years. We'll figure it out. It's kind of like uh, we had a, a, a Sununu from Friday. Do we have that sound bite? Pull up the Sununu sound. We didn't get to this one. This is the epitome of the snotty elite Republicans that don't live in reality. We don't have to worry about any of this. The border, everything's fine. We're going to be fine. You got it ready? Here, roll this nonsense. People confuse the party with Trump. And Trump is the... It's Trump's uh, party. Uh, it, it is. He is the... Talk, that's right. That's, that's the point. It won't be his party forever, right? It, it just won't. Uh, at some point, Donald Trump won't be here or whatever, you know, by one way or another. We all have our time. <laughs> um, so okay. we do. We do. So... I'm very optimistic about the Republican Party. I'm very optimistic about where we're going as a country. I, I'm not one of these. If you're one of these people that think democracy is getting eroded and the institutions are crumbling, stop. It's not. We went through 9-11. We went through a pandemic. The institutions stood strong. Let me put it a different way. Assholes come and go, but America is here First, first word of the night. So there you have it. He was on with uh, Politico. And, and there he is, by the way, Mr. Unity. He just called Donald Trump an a-hole. Now, if anyone else, oh, this is not acceptable. Eugene Daniels, a Politico, and Governor Chris Sununu doing a political live refers to the former president as an a-hole. They come and go. But I have optimism for the Republican Party. We're going to be fine. We got through 9-11. You know what? Talk to the families that bear the scars of 9-11. You disconnected boob. You moron. Go talk to a woman whose husband evaporated in a building on September 11, 2001, and tell her how we're doing fine. Your children never knew their father, but they're doing fine, aren't they? 
Talk to the to the to the spouses, male and female, who they saw off their son, their their husband or their wife going off to serve in the NYPD or the FDNY that day, just a normal day, and they never came home again. Tell them how fine they are. Tell them all the soldiers that we sent over to the Middle East that never came home, and tell them they're doing fine. You are such a pathetic human being. If not for your father, you wouldn't have the job. You don't deserve the job. I hope that they declare you to be Hickey Nailey's running mate. It'd be the only fine, final good nail in your coffin we could hope for. But this is where the fight is over. People like this that blithely go through life because they live in an insulated, whited tower telling you everything's great. Don't worry. Us rich and famous elites, we're going to be fine. Oh, you little people? Ah, screw you. The Regular Joe Radio Show.